East Wind Nearly a hundred miles west of the Scillies, far from the main track of ships, lies the small rocky island of St. Hilda's. Only a few miles square, it is a barren, rugged place, with great jagged cliffs that run steep into deep water. The harbour is hardly more than a creek, and the entrance like a black hole cut out of the rock. The island rises out of the sea, a queer misshapen crag, splendid in its desolation, with a grey face lifted to the four winds. It might have been thrown up from the depths of the Atlantic in a moment of great unrest, and set there a small defiant piece of land to withstand forever the anger of the sea. Over a century ago, few knew of its existence, and the many sailors who saw its black outline on the horizon imagined it to be little more than a solitary rock, standing like a sentinel in mid-ocean. The population of St. Hilda's has never exceeded seventy, and the people are descendants of the original settlers from the Scillies and Western Ireland. Their only means of livelihood is to be the catching of fish and the cultivation of the soil. Today, things are greatly changed owing to the monthly call of a coastal steamer and the installation of wireless. But in the middle half of the last century, years would sometimes pass without communication with the mainland, and the people had degenerated into quiet, listless folk. The inevitable result of intermarriage. There were no books then, no papers, and even the small chapel that had been built by the original settlers had fallen into disuse. Year in, year out, the life remained unchanged, with never a new face or a fresh thought to break the monotony of the days. Sometimes on the horizon the faint glimmer of a sail would be seen, and the people would gaze with wonder in their eyes, but slowly the sail would become a far-off speck, and the unknown ship pass into oblivion. They were peaceable folk, these natives of St. Hilda's, born to a quiet, untroubled existence, as monotonous as the waves that broke against their shores. They knew nothing of the world beyond the island. They saw no more momentous happenings than birth and death and the changes of the seasons. Their lives were untouched by great emotions, by great sorrows. Their desires had never been lit, but lay imprisoned within their souls. They lived blindly.